it's stating the obvious, um, but I'm going to state the obvious. These are tough days we are living in. And uh, there's no point trying to deny it. Um, uh, a number of us have got worries at different times. Uh, probably everyone worries and concerns. Uh, some to do with finance. You know, how are we gonna pay for things? What's the economy gonna be like, big scale, um, in the coming years as a result of this? Uh, how, how stable is my job? Uh, maybe we're worried about our families. Uh, maybe we've got um, uh, our kids and their schooling, or we've got children who have special needs or who have health issues, or maybe parents or grandparents who are struggling. And I know for some who are in isolation and we're worried about them, we're concerned about them. Maybe we're just concerned for the future. You know, what's the future gonna look like? Are we gonna get more of these viruses? Uh, is this what life is gonna be like? Um, uh, what's the long-term economy gonna be like? We can be worried about our finance, our families and our future. And they are real concerns. Uh, it's not a sin to have concerns. It's not a sin to be concerned about things because love cares. You know, when you love people, you care for them, you are concerned for them. And there's nothing wrong with that. At the same time, I sometimes feel quite guilty about my worries and uh, my, uh, my, my, my concerns. Uh, um, I, I've been concerned sometimes, if I'm really honest, uh, about my health uh, because it wasn't good before all this uh, with my diabetes and um, I've had colds and I haven't been able to shake off for months and months and months. And I was like, at times, uh, really concerned and then why are you so selfish that you should be concerned about that? Why aren't you trusting the Lord? Uh, why aren't you, your life is in his hands. And, and then I've thought at times about Paul, how he said, well, whether I go to heaven and be with the Lord or stay with you, I don't mind. Obviously to go to heaven and be with the Lord is better, but for your sake, maybe I'll stay around a bit longer. And I felt really bad as a Christian leader that I haven't been able to say that. And I, I would love to, but I haven't. And the honest truth is, um, I would prefer to stay around a bit longer uh, for all sorts of reasons. I'd like to stay around a bit longer and see my friend's children growing up. I'd like to stay around a bit longer and, and hang out with people I love. Um, and more than anything else, uh, I've got to stay around a bit longer because if I go to heaven early, you're just left with Croft. And that is not good because without me, to provide gentleness and tenderness and humanity and care. What will happen to you? I'll tell you what will probably happen. You'll have to do press-ups during the first song of worship at the beginning of the service. Uh, you will have to have fitness tests. Uh, you'll have to, to do compulsory um, memorizing of scripture and everything. Oh gosh, I can't bear to think about it. So uh, basically, um, uh, I would like to stay a bit longer. And sometimes uh, I felt bad about not wanting to go to heaven yet. And uh, I know for many of us, this concern can, um, can move over into counting our woes. And if I'm honest, I've had moments of counting my woes. And there's this, and there's this, and there's this. And just for moments, I've forgotten to count my blessings. 
And there's been this old chorus that only those of my age would remember. Uh, count, it's been going through my head. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Then you'll be surprised or amazed at what the Lord has done. And uh, how can we count our blessings? Well, the biggest problem to counting my blessings is if I don't know my blessings. It's very difficult to count what you don't know. And material blessings are easy to count. It's easy to count the bank balance. It's easy to, to look at um, the garden or the furniture or the kids or the car or whatever. And, uh, and we focused a lot on material blessings and God does want to bless us in every way. But you know what? There are spiritual blessings that he gives us all the time that are ours for eternity and that we must never forget. And that's what Ruth's reading was about. I've been uh, reading through Ephesians the last few days. Um, and just the first bit uh, that Ruth read, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Bless, praise be to the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly places with every spiritual blessing. Everyone, where? In Jesus Christ. He is our inheritance. Everything we have comes from him, and everything we have is in him. I heard someone saying recently, if you went and underlined all the places in Ephesians where Paul talks about in Christ, through Christ, with Jesus, in him, it's amazing. It's amazing. And we truly, this is not an intangible, this is a tangible. And some of us can think at our worst moments, well, I'm not really very interested in spiritual places, blessings in the heavenly places. I want physical place, blessings in the earthly places. But do you know what? Do you know what? Sometimes, if we're honest, we can end up as Christians too earthly minded to be of any heavenly use. And sometimes um, we can just spend all of our time looking at the things around us and we can forget we, the promises that God made. We can forget what life is going to be like. And when we see the, the future, when we see the blessing of the future, something of the presence of the future kingdom comes today in our hearts. You know what? We live out of where our minds are and where we set our minds. And I, ju I just want in these days, and I'm working in these days, to set my mind on the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. And, um, and um, how, do, how does this work? Um, during this lockdown, during my little time of isolation, um, uh, I've, been, uh, I've been trying to think what I can have, and mint started growing in my garden, so every morning I have mint tea. Uh, but when I want coffee, and sometimes I crave coffee, um, I've basically had instant coffee, I won't say the make, and it's been fine instant coffee, it's been okay, it's instant coffee, and, and I don't mind instant coffee. But just yesterday, uh, some of my friends, um, uh, in fact, I'll say Duncan and Karen Lazell, 
um, they found out that I was just having instant coffee. And by the way, happy 50th birthday, Duncan, for today. And uh, uh, they, they sent their, their kids round, um, uh, Dan and Abby, uh, and I found on the doorstep a, um, a Nespresso coffee machine with those little capsules. And last night I had the first one. And this morning I had two cups of Nespresso coffee. It was like entering a different world. Instant coffee was fine. Nespresso is like going to heaven. I sat there and I just savoured it instead of just drinking it. We need to have Nespresso vision. We need to see heaven. We need to taste heaven. We need to touch heaven because that's what keeps us going and that's what changes us on earth. Folks, let's look up. Let's look up. Um, uh, and, by, and the way we look up, the way we recognize our blessings so that we can count our blessings is by getting into God's word. I've always loved the book, but I love this book more than ever. It is my companion and my joy. And there are promises that are made. There is revelation that is given. And when I make time to spend in his word, I have, I have spent, the thing I've realized is I've spent too much time looking at the news channels on TV. And, you know, we need to look at the news every now and then so we know what's happening. But there have been some days when I've watched the news and the same bit of bad news three or four times. And it's like, turn it off. But there's a bit of me that's been drawn to it. And guess what? When I spend a couple of hours on BBC News, I end up with my mind full of woes. When I spend a couple of hours in his word, I end up with my mind full of blessings. And, and that's why um, uh, I've, I've been doing every day um, memory verses. Uh, so every day, if you look at my Instagram, Facebook or Twitter, a different memory verses comes in because we want to hide um, God's truth in our hearts. Uh, the psalmist says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And he could just as easily have said, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might be encouraged by you, that I might walk with you. And, 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 and do you know, there's some just in this passage, uh, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world. He chose me. He chose me. I'm not an accident. And you know what? He chose me that I might be with him for eternity. Now, I choose to spend half an hour with someone if I like them. He must like me very much to choose to spend eternity with me. He must really, really love me. And if you've given your life to Jesus, it means that he's chosen you. It means that he's chosen you. And, and he chose us in him before the creation of the world. Before the creation of the world. Do you know what that means? That means before I did anything good. Before 
I became your pastor. Before I was nice to the next door neighbors, before I ever prayed a prayer, before I ever encouraged someone, before I did anything good, he chose me. Not the basis of my goodness, but on the basis of his love. Listen, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to adopt, for adoption to be his children through Jesus Christ. In love, he predestined us. In, he didn't just predestine us. In love, in love, just like a parent loves their kids, loves their kids almost even before they're born. And I just want to, I just want to, I just want to give you one more. Listen to this. Well, I'm going to give you a lot more, uh, but I know time's running out. Um, at the end of Ephesians chapter three, he says, "For this reason, I kneel before the Father." from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all of the Lord's people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now stick that in your pipe and smoke it for a few hours. His prayer and my prayer for me and for you is that we would be filled with the knowledge and the love of God. It is not an accident that the first three chapters of Ephesians about are about who we are in Jesus and the next three about how we walk with him and how we stand against the devil we can't walk with him or stand against the the enemy if we don't know who he is and who we are in him feed yourself feed your mind feed your soul with the good things uh, of what, what he has done for us and I just want to finish by just telling you uh, some of these memory verses. I'm going to go nuts here that I've done for every day. I've got them all. I've, I've had them all printed off. And as soon as this finishes, I'm going up to my room. My blue tack has just arrived from Amazon. And I'm going to put these on my bedroom wall everywhere so that I may just every morning and every evening meditate on his truth. Now, some of you, you can't do that because it's just doesn't look good and it'll spoil everything. But no one is ever allowed in my bedroom except for me, uh, partly because of the mess of the room. So I'm going to put these on. Listen to this. Feed on this. Listen with your heart and not just your ears. 1 John 3 verse 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called the children of God for this is what we are. 1 Peter 2 verse 9, this is great, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. I'm God's special possession, his treasure, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness 
into his wonderful light. And listen to this from Jeremiah 9, 11. This is a great one. The Lord says, and he says it first to, to the people of God, to Israel, when they were in exile, when they were in trouble. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And then 2 Corinthians 5.21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. I'm going to go faster. Uh, oh, my favourite. Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he rejoices over you with singing. You know what? I've got a whole load more. You can look them up. You can look them up. I won't read any more because I think we're probably running out of time. I've just one more, just one more. Listen to this, Ephesians 3, verses 20 to 21. This is the end of the passage I read any, uh, earlier. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or even imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And that's why, here we go, I'm just going to read this. We can, according to 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to 19, we can give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of, Christ, in Christ, of God in Christ Jesus for you. Pray without ceasing. Rejoice always. Do not quench the spirit. We can do all of that when we hide his word in our hearts. And I absolutely finish with this. When this started, my ambition was to get to the end of this without dying. My ambition now is a little more than that. I still like to, you know, still be here. But my ambition is that I come out of this with my face, my soul shining. This is when he met the Lord at the top of the mountain. He was in God's presence and he heard God speak to him. And he came down and his face was shining. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. And Paul says to the Corinthians, and we all with unveiled faces, as we behold the Lord's glory, we are changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to another. I want to be changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to another, so that when you next see me, you will be amazed. Something from within me will be shining like never before because I've been in his presence and I've heard him speak and it has changed me. That's my ambition. And that, my dear brothers and sisters, is what I pray for you as well as for me. Sorry, this has been a bit long, but what we're gonna do now is we're just gonna spend a few moments waiting on the Lord, waiting on the Lord. Let's just pray. You may want to close your eyes. You may, if, if, if you can, you may just want to put your hands in front of you in a posture of receiving. You don't have to. It may not be appropriate where you are, but if you would like to.
And Father, I pray for my dear brothers and sisters, for our church family, in our apartments, and I pray for every single person that you would meet with us in these days. You would speak to us. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Holy Spirit, would you come afresh into our lives and our hearts. We receive you now. We wait for you. The psalmist says, be still and know that I am God. Just for a few moments, let's be still. And just you welcome his presence. We welcome you, Lord. Breathe in his love, breathe in his truth. And if you need healing in any way, healing of the emotions, healing of the heart, healing of the mind, healing of your body, just, just put your hand on your heart. And if there's someone with you, they might just Lay a hand on your shoulder. And Father, now I pray that you would release healing in every home, on everyone who's part of our family in this morning, wherever they are. Heal our hearts, Lord. Come to the places of our anxiety our worry, our concern, and bring your peace. You chose us in love. You will never leave us or forsake us. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine, says the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.